Hello, Syngap Land. My name is Michael Gralia. Today's Monday, February 14th. This is episode 47 of Syngap 10, your 10-minute review on everything you should know about Syngap 1. Last week, I talked about a webinar with the Autism Brain Network, and we had that webinar last week, and it was really good. If you didn't watch it, you can watch it on Facebook, or we'll post it on YouTube shortly. Check it out. It's an important topic, and you should be aware of it. In that conversation, as an example of the importance of having brains for research, um, literal brains, not being smart, but having physical brains for research. Um, the lead scientific advisor at Autism Brain Net talked about anxiety and autism. And what he said was, you know, the general population, six to 8% have anxiety, normal. The autistic population, it's like 10 times that. Round numbers, I'm not looking at his presentation right now, but round numbers, large percentage of people with autism have anxiety. And certainly within Syngap, I think anxiety is... Uh, a huge issue that some doctors catch and some doctors don't. I find it fascinating that some of our kids are on anti-anxiety meds and some of them aren't. I'm not a doctor. I'm not telling you Syngap kids need anti-anxiety meds. I will observe that a lot of my families who are getting great care have kids on anti-anxiety meds and some families who don't are struggling mighty, mightily with behaviors. It's anecdotal. Could be onto something. Who knows? But um, that was a really fascinating presentation. I thought we were just going to talk about... Uh, Brain donation, but we talked about a lot. So if you didn't watch that webinar, it, it is very much worth your time. I want to talk about last week and tell you uh, a couple of things that happened. And I, what was wonderful last week is I had this convergence of two, two types of meetings happening back to back. And it just made me grateful that we started this foundation, that this fund, we started the Syngap Research Fund, and that we are working with you to help our kids because things are coming together. Things are happening. First couple of meetings, I met with various drug companies who were talking to me about clinical trials and like, how should we design a trial? And just some of them were thinking about that. Some of them said, maybe we've got a molecule and we should talk about it. Great. But every drug company in every meeting says, Mike, how would you design a clinical trial? What should we focus on? This is an important question. I say, yes, I know. And then fast forward, late last week, I got invited to a meeting um, hosted by Dr. Ann Padori, who was on our scientific advisory board, the head of epilepsy genetics at Harvard, and an incredible, incredible uh, clinician and researcher. And Dr. Padori had the Harvard genetics team assembled, pretty incredible Zoom room, pretty incredible Zoom room. And uh, Kimberly Wiltrout, who is a neurogenetics fellow funded by SRF, um, was doing a readout on her research on Citizen, right? So remember, a year, a year plus ago, we started recruiting for Citizen, and we've got 163 people as of today in Citizen from the U.S. alone. If you're in the U.S. and you're a Syngap family and you haven't signed up for Citizen, get on it. Your data needs to be shared. You need to make sure your kid is included, and you need to make sure that your kid has contributed to this incredible, valuable data set that no one else has. This is the largest study of Syngapians on Earth. Get in there. So we've gathered all that data. It's freely available to all researchers and companies can license it. Any company can license it. No one company owns it. It's just available, right? Freely available to researchers. So Dr. Kimberly Wiltrout has taken that data and has analyzed that data and is working on a paper about Syngap so that we can really double click on lots of questions, including what would we measure in a clinical trial, see previous conversations with CEOs, and things like geno correlation, which I don't have time to talk about, and lots of other cool stuff. But the point is, the citizen study we funded and the neurogenetics fellow we funded are working on a paper that's going to come out with Dr. Pedori as the last author, and it's so exciting! And that paper isn't just a paper that we can put on a shelf labeled Syngap. That paper is a paper that drug companies can look up and use and reference as they design trials. Because designing trials, my friends, is how our dreams get realized. My dream is that my son suffers less. 
My dream is that when I'm on my deathbed, I'm not worried about what's going to happen to my son because he's as well as he can be and I've done as much as I can in my life to make him as, as capable as possible and I've built an organization that'll watch his back when I'm gone. That's what I dream about. I dream about Tony having the best possible life and that's going to happen because it's a therapy that the FDA approves that we can put into Tony's little body we will reduce his suffering, increase his sin gap, and improve his life. That's why I do this every day. But getting those trials built and done is really, really, really hard, right? Because Tony is on, uh, on multiple medications for, for seizures. And, and I know so many families whose kids are on two, three, four, in some cases, even more drugs for seizures. And none of us are going to take our kids off of seizure drugs to put them in a clinical trial so we can see if a new drug will reduce their seizures. That would be bonkers. So, but then what do you measure in a trial? If we have a new molecule or a new precision genetic therapy that would go into their brains and upregulate their Syngap, how are we going to know it's working? Measuring seizures is tricky. Maybe the robots can do it with the EEGs. Maybe. Do we measure cognition? Do they start speaking more? Can they suddenly do arithmetic? What, what assessment are we going to use to study that? We're going to get the baseline from the citizen data and from Dr. Wiltrout, but which one are we going to use? Are we going to use the ba Bailey? Are we going to use the violent? Are they going to start talking more? Are parent reported outcomes going to do, hey, the kid talks more? No, they're not going to do it. I tell you that already. That's why we're working with the Duke team with an FDA grant to validate the ORCA scale for use in trials. Communication, cognition, seizures. What about GI? How do we measure GI activity? Suddenly they start pooping. Is that good news? As a SIGGAP parent, that's good news. Will the FDA take it? I doubt it. There's, we, I've seen enough trials in Angelman and Dravet and other organizations that we know when a drug is doing something. But can we measure it in a way that we have data to give the FDA to give them comfort to allow a drug company to market this drug? This is a massive challenge. It is why every drug company I talk to asks me about it. It is why we've invested in the citizen data. It is why you as a Syngap family have the moral obligation to sign up for citizen right now. It is, it is why I talk about this so much. But let me stay on point. It was so exciting last week. Two points. It was so exciting last week to get these questions and know that Dr. Pedori and Dr. Wiltrout are working so hard on this. And let me tell you something else. So you're going to start seeing a couple of press releases coming out from SRF in the next few weeks. We've, we've approved a couple of grants. We're, we're papering them right now, agreements, whatever. Really cool stuff. We're, we're funding great science. I'll talk about it next week. Stuff's never free, right? Bank balance going down. We're going to get a proposal next week or in a few weeks because March 1st is our deadline F from a team at a major medical institution, a really good team to do a clinical trial on a small molecule for Syngap-1. Small molecule as opposed to precision therapy, right? So the, the Tango, the Stoke, the ASOs, the AAVs, this stuff is all high-level precision, go into the brain, upregulate Syngap. There are these other small molecules, stuff that's, that's more like a normal drug. You put it into the body and you try to figure out how it works, but if it works, you're not always sure how it works, but it, we've seen it work with other monogenic epilepsies, and, and the team is excited that this molecule might work for our monogenic epilepsy, and they want to do a clinical trial. And they called me up, they said, Mike, would you be interested in this proposal? I said, please, right now, write the proposal. Right now, write the proposal. They're working on the proposal. I said, what's well, it going to cost me? They gave me a number. I was like, that's a big number, but write me the proposal. It's too important to let this go. It's too important. We got to get this. We got to do this. Because here's the thing. First of all, that drug might help our kids. 
We should find out about it. We should get it into our kids. Second of all, the first trial is the hardest. The first trial is the one where you're not quite sure what you're going to measure. So you measure everything. You use the orchid, you use the bailey, you use the violin, you bring in the developmental psychologist, you, do, you take EEGs before and after, you just do everything. And you look desperately for something that changed and you use that data point to convince the FDA this should be approved. And as soon as we get trial one done, then everybody else who wants to do a trial can study that closely and use that data for trial two, trial three, trial four. And you almost want trial one to be done by an academic who wants to publish it as opposed to by a drug company who wants to own it and scurry away the data. Love drug companies, big fan of drug companies, but there are some uh, competitive pressures here that, that, that affect data sharing. So the idea that there is a molecule out there that gets an academic excited enough that he would take his dream team at his university and use them to design a trial for our Syngap-1 so we can start to answer this hard question of what would we measure and actually do it and see what, how we people measurements went, that's incredibly exciting. And that's coming. I'm expecting, I'm, I check my inbox every day for that proposal. I want to see it. I want to read it. And then I want to fund it. But here's the trouble with that. It's a big nut. There's a lot of exciting science coming at us on March 1st. And we are going to, um, we're going to have to raise a lot of money. We're going to have to raise a lot of money this year, my, my friends. There's, there's, that's okay. Thank God we're going to have to raise some money. It's so much better than being like, I want to help my kid. I don't know how my kid, I don't know where to start. I don't know who to call. We've solved that problem. SRF is like, we are, we are banging the drum. People are coming to us. We are getting proposals. And now it's a question of how much can we fund? Because at this point, I am, I am saying to people, I love your idea. I can't draw, connect the dot between your idea and a kid getting a therapy sooner. And so I'm probably not going to be able to fund it. It's important science. It might be helpful, but I've got to, I've got to prioritize and if you're out there as a family who hasn't done a fundraiser yet, or as a family with means who's just waiting, you're like, well, when, Mike, when it's really go time, I'm going to donate some money, but I'm just going to watch for six more months. Time is now, people. Time is now. You're going to see in the, in the, in the next month, we're putting out two press releases, really incredible grants that we're doing. This clinical trial is coming. There's a number of other things I don't even have time to talk about that are coming. And... and once the SAB reviews them and confirms our suspicion that this is good work, we are going to be making trade-offs on what we can fund based on the bank balance. So if you haven't done a Syngap fundraiser right now, time is now. 100% of the dollars you raise go to the Syngap Research Fund and are spent directly on science, like this clinical trial study and so many others that I'll tell you about in the coming episodes. Please get on the bus. Syngap.fund slash Sprint 2022 Sign up, start a team, do a fundraising page. Let's do these clinical trials. Let's make sure that our kids have the best possible life as fast as possible. Let's relieve, let's relieve their suffering and let's work together as one Singap One community to make things happen in record time. It's happening right now. We're, we're breaking speed records right now, but we can move faster with your help. Thank you.